0: what's going on everybody this is jm banks urban alchemy podcast we got a very special episode for you all today one of the things i wanted to do ever since we relaunched is have the people that we had for the alpha american podcast interviews come back since we are starting to clean up our back catalog and get all the previous episodes pretty much updated under the new banner of urban alchemy podcast person who in my mind popped up was of course the first interview we ever had on this show mentor of mine frat brother businessman all-around good guy that i aspire to be like one day if god is good (laughs) uh brother brian shannon thank you so much for joining us once again in the building
1: hey man i appreciate it that's a that's a heck of an introduction man i don't know if i quite live up to the way you presented it but i appreciate it
0: no absolutely uh yeah, for sure. You you are one of those few people who, in my life, set out to do something and really attain that goal, and really worked hard, really persevered, really put in the, the groundwork to get there. And you know, a lot of people I have come up with had you know certain goals they had to achieve and didn't put in that work. And you were one of those people who really grinded it out. And your work ethic has always been such an inspiration to me. As I told you when I first started this podcast and first had you on, it was just like, man, I I need to have I need to talk to you first. Because you had such a huge part in the foundation of what this show is. Hmm. So, yeah, definitely well-deserving of that introduction.
1: Appreciate it. How, how long ago was that? Going to be two years into October. Two years into October. Okay. Yeah, so it, it's been a lot that's taken place in, you know, the past couple of years. So
0: yeah absolutely it's hard to
1: believe it's been that long man
0: yeah it was right before you uh sold your company mm-hmm. and you know i was huge i was like wow that's that's amazing and somebody we just interviewed on this podcast was able to you know do something we were talking about you know before we started recording you know some things you had in the works that you couldn't really talk about on air at that point because the deal really hadn't been solidified but crazy. you know just seeing that that deal go through and i was just like man that's so crazy that somebody i knew who came up with and was there at the beginning you know that that that's taken off and, and shot off, you know, to the moon and I'm so happy to see that for you. And of course wanna have you back to talk to talk about that 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 journey you went on and what what has changed since we last had you on and where you going in the future. So once again thank you for, for joining us. It is so hard to get people on the show it seems. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean just it's crazy. I mean, do you have people reaching out to you and be like, "Man, Brian Shannon, you have to share share your jewels with us." You know, as to how you are able to get to where you were and where you are right now.
1: All the time, brother, man. And, and first, before you know, I even I even jump into that, man. Like one thing I, I do need to commend you about as well. Like I've been I've been following you, seeing you know the growth that you've had and the trajectory that you've been on with with uh, your your business venture. And man, I'm I'm honored, you know, to be here and you know chop it up with you a little bit and you know just really see the progression that you've made. You know, the the ability to pivot, adjust, you know, recalibrate, and keep moving forward uh, is something that's going to pay off in the long run. Man. I appreciate I appreciate, that, brother. It has not been
0: easy at all, man. Let, let me tell you, this has been one of the most soul crushing endeavors <laughs> of my life. Just going out on your own and. You know, thinking you're gonna have a certain certain support system backing you, and it turns out your, your your main audience is a whole different group of people who you never expected. You know, it's a real, real hard. You know, it's not for the faint of art You know, if you can't take no, and if you can't take disappointment, you ain't gonna survive
1: in this in this struggle. Hundred percent, and you need it. But you know, let's. Don't let me forget to come back to that point because it's something that I do want to double down uh, with on what you said. But the direct answer to your your original question of do I have people reaching out to me and all all the time, like all the time, there's there is no shortage of people that will reach out and say hey. You know, can I get some insight from you? Can I get a couple minutes with you to, you know, chop it up? Hey, I got this business I'm thinking about (laughs) starting, you know. Um, You know, will you join me in this business endeavor, et cetera, et cetera. And I get it, you know what I mean? Like, I remember being on my journey, I would solicit advice and insight from individuals who... Uh, were at a place that I wanted to be at some point in time. And I'm sure they got they, they got tired of me. But here here here's one of the things that I do fundamentally understand. Those individuals that I reached out to would say to you that they've reached a point when they knew I wasn't going anywhere because I was so resilient in reaching out to them, calling them, emailing them, reaching out to them on LinkedIn, talking to a friend of a friend to give me an introduction to get me in front of them. And I think that is what really helped propel me a lot as it relates to my core group of mentors and advisors because they took me serious. They were like, all right, this guy's serious. To an extent, like, I I will talk to anybody, right? Like, I will sit down and chop it up for... A few minutes with with most anybody but in terms of dedicated time there are only a couple of people that i i do that f- because i understand that not everybody's serious and the time that i am giving or allotting to talking to this individual is an investment and there's also an opportunity cost in that time that i'm providing as i'm sitting down talking to you i have you know i have a wife and four kids right and so as i'm leaving to come and do this podcast with you My kids are outside playing, riding their bikes. You know, my my son's like, daddy lets, you know, hoop or whatever the case may be. Um, But I made a commitment, right? and I understand what you're doing and I understand how serious you are, right? And so the time that we are spending, I look at as an investment of time, right? There's True. an investment that's, take, that's taking place here, and I'm more than happy to do that. The same does not go forever. Like, I'll, like people will reach out and say, hey, can I go? Can we grab lunch? Or can we grab coffee? Can we do this? Can we do that? That's cool, man, but it's it's I have a lot going on, you know what I mean? Right. There's a lot going on behind the scenes and. and, and to you know even get to this point where we were you know it's not just like oh we arrived and you know let's sit back and kick it it's never that way regardless of how people try to portray it on television or in books or whatever the case may be you know it's never this point where you have a officially arrived and you're done right you know what i mean there's always something else there's always a next step a next level the next thing that you have to do or the fulfillment of said agreement and so as it relates to individuals that just talk to me you know because i have people hit me on facebook or linkedin or whatever i'll give them you know some nuts and nuts and bolts of you know try this what's the what's the issue you're dealing with and if you can succinctly tell me here's when i'm facing, here's a challenge that I'm having. And I can't pull that out via email or LinkedIn message or something like that. I'll shoot you my number. It's like, hey, we can jump on the call for about 10 or 15 minutes just so I can get an understanding and provide you an intelligent response to the issue that you're having. That, that's one thing. And I'll, I'll do that day in and day out. Now, I may not respond as quickly as that person may want me to. And they may be like, man, forget him. He's you know, whatever. And it's never personal. Those individuals, there and there's a small, small group of individuals that I actually have regular contact with. With in that particular space because I understand how serious they are and they're looking for things to really help take them to the next level and so if it means me opening my network up right or making introductions or making you know helping that ind- helping set that individual up for success I have to know that they're serious because you live and die by the person you stand next to brand equity is extremely important to me and so every day you're you're either building your brand or your brand is diminishing right and i'm a person that believes if your brand is flat then that's the equivalent of diminishing as well right and so i stand next to someone who's not serious right and i say hey john michael i need you to meet person a b and c and person A, B, you talk to him and you're like, you know, this guy's a bozo, he's not serious, he's all over the place, right? You're going to start looking at me crazy. True. And that's going to diminish my credibility there as well.
0: Yeah, that, that actually leads into what I wanted to ask you next in regards to, because I know you have, I don't even know how many people probably reached out to you. I've had about four or five people since I've been podcasting reach out to me in a mentorship capacity. And of those four or five people, only one has successfully launched their platform. You know, I was just gonna ask, how do you keep from being discouraged taking on these new individuals who, who want your information, want your expertise, uh, you know, and, and not just lump them together with the ones who have wasted your time in the past?
1: I observe, you know, I don't-, I don't, I don't How do you gauge passion? I think you should be able to clearly articulate certain things, mm-hmm. right? You know, and so if I ask you, very specific questions about your business and what you're trying to accomplish and you can't succinctly tell me what you're trying to accomplish or cast that you know, vision for me, then why should I waste my time talking to you, right? There are some things that you still need to figure out and I don't personally have the time. No, let me take that back because I, you can make time for anything that's important i'm not willing to invest the time necessary to help you figure that out if it's not important to you right? right now if you know a person says you know if i talk to someone and you know they can they they check all the boxes right and there's there's a person that, that i have in mind that i'm thinking about as i'm talking about this you know they check all the boxes they understand you know their business what they're trying to accomplish their market you know their go- all of those things right And impact, but there are major gaps that they're aware they have right there are things that they say you know what brian i just don't know how to approach this part of and i'm really struggling with this i've been trying to figure this out and i keep running my head into a wall I will talk to that person day in and day out, right, you know, and we'll, let me not say day in and day out, we'll have a regular cadence, right, you know, whether it's a, a monthly, quarterly text message conversation or whatever, but I understand that person serious. Now, out the gate, I'm not having that interaction, right, I'm not meeting meeting you on Monday and all of a sudden on Friday, we form this, you know, incredible bond where I'm full steam ahead and in, into into mentoring you or anything like that. There is space that that takes place in between but in that space I'm always observing and I'm always watching because I understand how quickly people fizzle Mm -hmm. right you know it's like uh, one day you're really excited and then you get punched in the mouth you know on Wednesday and all of a sudden the business doesn't work anymore right? Or you go out, and when I say punched in the mouth, you go out and you get your first piece of rejection. Or you talk to a customer and they say, you know what, I wouldn't pay for that. Or you, you know, you, your first marketing campaign flops or whatever the case may be, and you lost a bunch of money on it. And now you're licking your wounds like, oh, this isn't going to work. And, you know, this isn't, this isn't for me. And I knew this wasn't, you know, going to take, take place in the, in the manner that it should. And now you're doing the next thing, right? Now you got another business. Now it's another company. And then you see people just bounce from thing to thing to thing and idea to idea to idea, you know, without exhausting the first thing that they were so passionate about. And so I observe, you know, it's like I'll I'll sit back and I observe. It doesn't cost me anything to observe, right? It doesn't, I don't, it doesn't take a lot. People put their entire lives on on social media, right? And, you know, uh, and and they aren't shy about broadcasting those things, man. And so I observe, it's like, all right, you know, does this, does it make sense for me to, you know, for lack of better words, waste my time, man? You know what I mean? Like it's time is, is, is so valuable. And people would even argue that it's more valuable than money, man. Absolutely. You know, it's like, you can't get time back. Like, you know, the time that you invest or waste is time lost one way or another, right? You can always go get more money, but you know, that time investment is is something that doesn't return to you.
0: Very true. I I definitely agree. Just like we was talking about before we were
1: recording in the
0: situation that led to my relaunch and rebranding. You know, we we spent about six months doing that uh, blueprint. That was established in the beginning by those parties that are no longer uh, involved in the show, and we spent another six months trying to unlearn those habits that we we pretty much have been doing up into that point. Man, we we probably just need to start from scratch on this. It's really tough, you know. I could have just probably hung it up then, mm-hmm. you know. And like you said, it, it's first time you get hit in the face. Mm-hmm. You, you definitely don't want to get back in that ring. Mm-hmm. You definitely don't want to take out that risk. And living in our social media age, it does make things a hell of a lot different when people equate likes mm-hmm. with success. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can make a post about an episode, if it doesn't get uh, 25 to 50 likes, people judge that as a, as a failure.
1: Yeah.
0: And it, it's, it's a shame we look at it like that because I have X amount of listeners. Yeah. Uh, but if they're not, they're not, uh, On social media, they don't exist pretty much. You know, do you feel like that's a detriment to business in today's age?
1: Um, I think it depends on how you receive and perceive it. I think to an extent, you know equating likes to success is a very dangerous game and it's not long-standing either mm-hmm. right interestingly I, I really don't post on Facebook a lot right I post. <laughs> you see people social media uh, do research for it I was like damn Brian really I don't, don't post a lot family pictures man and- <laughs> one of one of my one of my key mentors um, in business told me something that has always stuck with me which is Brian real power is yielded from the shadows right mm-hmm. and that, for some reason, stuck with me, because this is an individual that, you know, in the business world, you don't see him at events, you know, he's not really, you know, doing panels, like he'll he'll do a couple, of, you know, a year or something like that, and when you see him, you're like, oh, he's still alive, right? Mm-hmm. But this is an individual that key people in the business world go to for advice, right? Key people, and not just in the business world, but in the political spectrum as well, right? And so... He pulls a lot of strings behind the scenes, but you rarely see him. And I remember him telling me, you know, real, real power is yielded from the shadows. You know, the people who really make moves and pull strings, you rarely see, right? Because they're too busy doing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like I said, I, I really don't post a lot, but there was an article that came out in Startland News, which is the startup newspaper here in Kansas City, um, about a company that just had a had a massive exit, and I I'm, I'm familiar with this company because my former co-founder went and worked for them after we uh, after TicketRx got acquired. He became the general counsel for that particular company, and so the inner working of that company I was I was you know loosely familiar with, but. Out of the shadows, for lack of better words, right? Mm-hmm. They came out with this massive exit, like they sold their company for like four hundred and twenty-five million dollars. And the key, and they they were talking, you know, they were they were on these panels and they were talking about, you know, how did this happen? You know, where did this, you know, where did this come from? Yada yada yada, right? And you know, one of the things that he stood, that he said, that he said that stood out was less talk and more acceleration, right? And like that is so, you know. When you just compartmentalize that, that's so profound, man, because there's no shortage of people that'll talk, right? And they'll brag about the stuff that they're doing, which really isn't anything. But when you have your head down and you're focused on doing what you're doing, the results speak for themselves. And the people that you need to be in touch with and that need to find you Find you. Let's talk more acceleration. And so people look at this dynamic like, how did this happen with this company, right? Mm -hmm. Arguably one of arguably the biggest exit in Kansas City's history. And they were super under the radar, quiet. You know, they weren't on a lot of panels, doing a lot of podcasts, doing. When you look at the inner working of everything, they were grinding, right? Mm -hmm. I can even tell you that you know their first pieces of validation didn't even come from kansas city for lack of better word and i was talking to somebody about that and said think about this for a sec. you go out to get validated and you don't get validated in your backyard right and you decide all right this doesn't work right there's a this business doesn't work you know this isn't you know this isn't going to work for us you know let's shut this down and do something else versus you saying hey they don't see the vision yet so if they don't see the vision yet, maybe I need to go outside of my backyard and get validated right and that's what they did right once they receive that outside validation then they can come back in to their backyard and all of a sudden everyone's like oh yeah we well we want to be involved in, in the next round right or you know the next time you need something we want to give you our stamp of approval as well think about if they stopped right if they stopped when they didn't get you know that that like for lack of for lack of better words when when someone didn't figuratively press like on their business they stopped and said, this isn't going to work. Now what happens is you have this massive event that takes place, right? This massive exit that takes place and everybody shares in it, right? Oh, it's like, oh, we always knew it. We always believed (laughs) in you. You know, this is great. This is a huge win, right? And so when you understand that dynamic, you really stop giving a shit about, you know, what likes people give you or what social posts that people give you or accolades right because the reality is man you know it's like failures are isolated but successes are shared amongst everyone, right? Sure. So if you fail at your podcast, it was your problem. You right. know, it was, you know, you did something wrong. We, you know, we knew it wasn't gonna work. If he only would have he would have succeeded, right? Hindsight's 2020. But, but when you're massively successful, when this podcast takes off and is massively successful, we always knew it, John, you know, John Michael, man, you know, we knew that you were gonna be great, and I was one of the first guests, and yeah, I you know, I remember sitting in this city and everyone has these stories right you don't you don't get bitter about it Mm -hmm. you just understand it is what it is you're gonna have the people that cheer for you behind the scenes and those are people I can tell you with 120 percent certainty those people are significantly more valuable than those who hit like on you figuratively Mm -hmm. right because the ones that are cheering from you from the shadows are also the ones that are pulling strings for you to help put, uh, propel you forward. Yeah. And I love that you brought that up with that drew that that brother shared with you. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: And it kind of reminds me of the the American Gangster line about, you know, when he's telling his his, his little cousin like you know the loudest one in the room, mm-hmm. big uh, right. one in the room, yep. man. Nicky Barnes was just flashy and you yep. know he anybody who knows about Nicky Barnes he ended up being the biggest snitch in New York. <laughs> And because and that, that's what it reminds me of, you see these people on social media talking yep. about all the big things they got in store, you know, big moves they about to make. Yep. And then you watch them, you know, one month along the line, two months along the line, a half year along the line. Nothing's come to fruition yep. with that plan. You know, you may have a lot of people standing behind you on social media. And, and that, that happened a lot with the Operation Ledger interview we did. You know, once people start seeing, oh, it's getting shared hundreds of times online. Mm-hmm. You know, once people see, oh, we're getting contacted by KNBC, we're getting contacted by the pitch. Mm-hmm. Now y'all want to pop up and have interviews. Mm-hmm. Now y'all want to y'all want to be associated with the with the platform. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it really really is shitty that people have to see that that level of uh, I have to be co-signed by mm-hmm. some legitimate you know facet mm-hmm. before
1: you can come. And these are people. How do you stop from being petty or be having a petty mind state? you compartmentalize it right and you understand that you know it just is what it is man and and one of the reasons i i said earlier i wanted to part you know part of your conversation to come back to it i think this is a good time when you started talking about validation right like when you know people didn't see the vision once you understand your success more often than not will be attributed to people that you don't know currently you start to look through a different lens, right? right? You stop thinking that, oh, my friend I was in kind I knew since kindergarten who you know hasn't you know shared my post or you know my uh, sister's boyfriend you know who's been in to all the family barbecues hasn't purchased the product from my you know from my business line, right? Like you stop looking at that as a negative, right? You And just understand that it is what it is. Right. Because those individuals, t- the vast majority of people want to be associated, right? Because they receive, and this may be heavy, right? But you know, I, I'll, I'll just say it, it. it, is, it <laughs> is what it is. The vast majority of people want to be associated and receive validation through your success, right? Mm-hmm. Possibly because they haven't figured out how to achieve that themselves right and so what i mean by that is this you have individuals that'll say i knew john i knew john michael since he was a b and c right this is my this is my boy man you know we grew we we best friends right you know once you start to achieve that success right knowing that you probably haven't talked to them in, you know however long it may be or because you see somebody doing something else right Uh, oh this guy is you know awesome or you know always knew this da 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 you know but you're not doing it even if you look at like one of our frat brothers luther right like mm-hmm. i talked to luther 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 trains trains me right, right. um and, you know, we were having a conversation and he was like, you know, all of a sudden, now that people see me training, you know, the Chiefs players and stuff like that, just like you just start to see how fake people are, right? Because now, now everybody wants to be a part, right? Everybody wants to say, all right, I already, I always knew you were going to do it, Luther, <laughs> right? You know, I always knew you were going to, you, you were going to succeed. Oh, he's training tyreek hill this is my you know i know tyreek hill because i know luther as well right right? a friend of a friend a friend of a friend right but that is human dynamic man like and and so you you, when you ask me how do i keep from being petty or bitter i think it's for me personally is i understand human Mm dynamic right i understand you know what moves people and what Um, you you, you know, leads people to do certain things. And, you know, I don't, I'm too busy focused on the next level then to worry about, you know, that's that type of crap, man. Yeah,
0: and that, that's a shortcoming on my end because I still have that part of my brain where I, I know I conduct, you know, with a certain code, with a certain, you know, ethic, just like you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I see people have that kind of viewpoint on life and, and conduct themselves like that, and that, uh, to, to me, what's an un- unmanly way, mm-hmm. you know, an unrespectable way to, mm-hmm. you know, I, any way I could point back and be like, hey, bro, remember that, mm-hmm. you know, specific instance when you didn't show up to this interview Mm -hmm. that you know and I was just telling you about how we've had folks that just pretty much no call no show Mm -hmm. you know uh, the day the interview rolls around I usually send a text two hours before the interview be like hey everything's good we're still on no response Mm -hmm. you know hour before hey these are the directions again make sure you have them Mm -hmm. no response Mm -hmm. you know and, and just to have someone pop up and it's even more fucked up when you see them out in public mm-hmm. doing something else. And it's mm-hmm. just like, oh, I meant to get back to you on that. You know, <laughs> my bad, bro. You know, things got busy. You know, yeah. I, I've had people cancel on me in, in the right way. And it's cool. No hard feelings. I get it. People are busy. Yeah. But then I've had people I had to run into. And it's just like, damn, gee, like we came up together. Like we have history together, yeah. especially when you have like just focusing more towards fraternity brothers in the last show. Mm-hmm. Which really, you know, was a horrible idea. I, I can say that in <laughs> retrospect, I should have let that shit alone because it, it really, you know, sometimes the 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 myth is yeah. better than the than the actual 100%. perception. Yeah, hundred percent. Sometimes it's it, it, It's 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 very consoling to make you think you have this amazing brotherhood, and it's on the on the on the surface, it's like yo strangers. <laughs> 100%. other countries 100%. are supporting you more than you know brothers in your in your own city and like 100%. you said no hard feelings it is what, it is. Yeah, that's what it, it is it's 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 one of those things that's a learning situation and you know i'm still trying to get that piece of my mind eliminated and not think about it and you know just ride with those people like yourself who yeah. come through yeah. and not focus on the people who are unfortunately you know disloyal to your, to your journey
1: that wasn't i mean you you know I didn't wake up with that mindset though man you know what I mean like that that took time dude like you know the first the first business endeavor that I had man I had that element you know through and through like I was like oh they're not supporting you know f them and you know I want my family support why I want my friends support whatever the case may be and I took a lot of bumps and bruises during that right the wisdom that I gained in that valley of business helped propel the next business endeavor right and it helped shape my mind to understand that people are people and when I came to the realization—it was probably after reading this book called The uh, the Four Agreements—but when I came to this realization to, un- and understanding that people's flakiness or whatever is a reflection on them and has nothing to do with me, it was freeing. Because now, you know, I don't look at it as you're slighting you're sliding me because you're not showing up to my podcast there's an issue with you, you have a character flaw, right? There is something that you need to deal with within yourself. And you've saved me the time, energy, and effort uh, of not chasing you and not dealing with you. And so if your personal brand integrity and brand uh, reputation isn't strong enough for you to show up or give me a reasonable time, you know, that we can reschedule or whatever, I don't need to deal with. It. You'll be back. I understand that. Also, they always come back. Right. They all. One thing I've told I've, I've told people is they always come back. You're worried about these people now. Don't. Right. Because they'll be back. Right. It'll be. Absolutely. It'll be at a time when. You probably, you know, don't need them as much, but they always come back, man. Focus on the people that are there with you now, right? You you have the tools and resources to win with what you have. You can't worry about those individuals that don't show up. Going to be with any any major
0: business or any kind of endeavor you, you pick, it's going to be those people who get left by the wayside. And that's uh, one of the toughest things I actually had to figure out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah let, let let's talk more about the Brian Shannon brand. Uh, <laughs> well, what what do you want and well, that's another thing when I talk when I ask somebody to be on this show when I when I want to talk to somebody I look at it. these interviews as me helping build the legend of that individual yeah you know as time goes on this is a digital recording that's going to get put into the internet everybody knows once something's put into the internet <laughs> it is it's there. there forever yep so that doesn't matter if it's 50 years down low, so long as it's not like a apocalyptic uh, <laughs> event this is going to be around forever this is the groundwork and i don't know a lot of people don't have recordings of their thoughts their innermost thoughts advice yeah. uh journeys uh out there in, in in the you know in the ether yeah so this is is pretty much like no matter what happens i don't know. I'm I'm sure you have had articles put out about you hmm. you know this is going to be put in the timeline that is your legacy yeah you know in digitally at least and, you know i, I want to be in the brian shannon business why wouldn't you want to come on here and talk about your journey your path where you're going in life you 100%. know i'm excited people because i'm a conversationalist i love to you know bring things out of people and and be able to bridge the gap between hood niggas and Educated Negroes <laughs> who went to college and somehow find that Venn diagram middle ground yeah. where they can pick something out. You know, they might not be from your demographic. They might not have came from St. Louis, yeah. you know, but they can still find something in our conversation that says, yo, that helped. Yep. Yeah. that really helped. I would never talk to this cat before in my life. Yeah. But there's that knowledge. Yeah you know so i really wanted to talk about your brand what you want the the legacy of brian shannon to be known for what's the message that you feel like the people who are going to follow you in the future and go by your business uh blueprint are going to be able to say this is what brian shannon would have done
1: this is what i want to teach you man that's a that's a very profound question man and i'm not 100 percent sure i have a direct answer Uh, for it. So I'm going to verbally whiteboard for you. Gotcha. I think that one, one of the biggest things that is important to me, man, is, you know, helping people like I I, I fundamentally want to help individuals be the best versions of themselves. So what you talked about, you know, the context of what you talked about is actually really interesting. You know, the Venn diagram, bridging the gap from your words, since this will be in in the ether, the hood niggas, to, you know, the college educated people, right? Um, So I have a book that's getting, that will drop Q4 of 2021. It'll drop right before Q4 of 2021. We're positioning it, uh, to we're positioning to release it right around August, uh, which should be the start of the uh, the next school year. Now, when you say you have a book, you have a book you are authoring? Yep. Bro, when I ask what you got going on, man, what's new? That's something you start with. Hey, I got a book coming out. Uh you know, it's 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 t- it's specific book. times to drop it, and you know.
0: This uh, that's a that's a that's a that's a yeah. drop right there. Yeah. That's a, that's a big hit. It, it,
1: it will be out twenty twenty one. We will release it towards the end of Q three into Q four. Do we got a title? Uh, Bootstrap to exit. Nice. Right? Um, And so the book is actually that Venn diagram that you just mentioned, you know it's a double entendre on the on the title and so on the surface what the title means is you know People know the brand of Brian uh, for different things, right? Like you and I have known each other for a while So you've seen different facets of Brian, right? Um, Bootstrap to exit in one in one space means How do you take a business idea from something you wrote on the back of a napkin to getting acquired by a major corporation? And there are fundamental steps that I'm laying out in that book uh, that individuals can follow that blueprint and do the same. The other space that that title resonates is the previous Brian bootstrap to exit. So what does that mean? As someone who grew up in the urban core of St. Louis, Missouri, in extremely humble beginnings, and in, in you know at a time where things could have gone left and often did several uh, several po- at, at several points, how does someone literally move uh, you know from a space where they have nothing? but the shoes on their feet, their bootstraps, to exiting that life, right? Like, so how do you move, you know, from poverty, for lack of better words, into the space that you exist now, right? And what you found, and what I have found, is there are very specific correlations to the same dynamics that i took to move from that space into the space that i am now as a person um they aren't so vastly different in the business world as well as right. well you know so you know what does you know one of the one of the uh, titles and without going to uh, in, in into it too deep yet um one of the titles is you know from the bottom starting with nothing right so what does that mean that means Depending on who's reading it, that can mean several things, right? right? Starting with nothing to a business person who's starting out with an idea of a podcast, right? I have nothing. I don't have a microphone. I don't have a laptop. I don't have a desk. I don't have this this great setup that I have now. I have nothing. What do I do, right? There are specific fundamentals and principles that you can take now uh, to propel yourself into action to start that business. To another person, from the bottom, starting with nothing, right? That means something completely different. That means, you know, I don't have anything. I don't have clean clothes to wear. I don't have running water. I don't have electricity in my house. I'm sharing a bed with my brother. I have nothing, but I have this idea of a life that I want. What do I do? What is the first step that I take? And what you find is those connections and those steps aren't too vastly different it really starts with the mind like what does success look like for you in your mind Mm -hmm. you know yeah you have nothing now right but if you had everything you wanted what would that look like what does the finish line look like for you right um and so often it's about reverse engineering success right you know maybe I don't have the setup yet for my podcast, right? But if money wasn't an issue, if resources weren't an issue, if opportunities weren't an issue, what would your podcast look like? You know, what would your setup look like? If it will look like this, how do you reverse engineer that mentally? Because you can start with nothing. Maybe you don't have money. Maybe you don't have connections. Maybe you don't have resources, right? But you have a mind and you have a vision, right? And when that vision can become clear, you can reverse engineer that and identify the things that you need along the way to get to that finish line. And I think that's what's vastly important. So if you're that kid growing up in the hood, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm in the hood. Uh, I'm in these other conditions that you know i I hate being in i don't want to be here I, i want my life to look like this at some time right you know what would my life look like you know if money wasn't an issue resources weren't an issue opportunities weren't an issue what would it look like right and paint that picture and once that picture is painted then you can start to rough outline what steps need to come in between point A and point B or point A and point Z. What I'm trying to accomplish through that book is you know laying a lot of it is my opinion, and I'm co-authoring it with a with one of my um, uh, you know a guy who was a mentor, but ended up being a really really great friend of mine in the business world as well. And so we're taking both a practical and an academic approach to it, right? And so there are practical applications and insight that I'm providing, and then he's bringing in actual academic statistics around you know what this looks like, what this means, how many people are able to accomplish these things. Et cetera, et cetera. But it doesn't take anything to start with the dream and start with the vision mm-hmm. and understand what your finish line looks like. But I'm I'm super happy to hear that
0: you you're adding author to your your resume. That's that's super dope, and I I look
1: forward to getting that book. Absolutely. And so, one thing I don't because you touched on something else, I want to make sure I, I touch on as well. And you know maybe this is verbally whiteboarding, maybe this is just me feeling compelled to share it with you based off of something that you said. Bootstrap to exit. Like I said, you've known, we've known each other for a while, and there are different versions of you that I've seen. There are different versions of me that you've seen. And what happens sometimes, more often than not, is people want to compartmentalize you, right? They want to stick you into the bucket of the version that they are most comfortable with, right? And so they'll start bringing up, oh, John Michael was this way, and you remember when he was doing this, and da-da-da-da-da, right? You're like, I've moved so far past that, right? I'm not even remotely close to the version that you're trying to put into a bucket. And so again, as you look at that, that's their problem, not yours. And so the frustration that you may feel when people bring up this or say you should do that, or, oh, I remember he's da-da-da-da-da, like, you're like, dude, like that's not me, right. right? I'm past that. And if you can't see the version of the person that I am now, that's on you, and that has zero to do with me. I'm, frankly, I really don't give a shit. Why don't you think people can move past certain things? Is it because they haven't moved past? It's because yeah, so. they It's because they have not moved past it, right? The most significant, and again, some of this stuff is, it may be too harsh, right? But whatever. The most significant thing about their life is pigeon to that moment, right? And so they attach a interaction that they had with you when they could relate with you to that moment okay. whereas if they would give themselves an opportunity to be open right and grow as well they would find that there are several things that they could relate to you now on right but i can't talk about stuff that happened 10 years ago because you know that was a lifetime ago for me man you know it's like if you were if you're still doing the same shit you were doing 10 years ago you have wasted 10 years of your life right and you know if you're still holding your hat hanging your hat on that man that's a problem with you that has nothing to do with me yeah made it a point not to be
0: that 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 bruh still popping up at college parties (laughs) you know that that 30 something year old in the club you know with these kids, I, I knew from uh, you know, who went to elementary school when I was in high school, you know, nah. it's a bad look, and a lot of these folks are out here doing it, but yeah, I definitely agree in that respect. As to those folks who do pop up, and it's just like, yo, that was a long time ago, like, what are you talking about? Like, no, I don't still go out and do this stuff, of course not, nobody does. They're adults.
1: That used to be the weirdest thing. I'm you tell me if I'm wrong, man, or if you used to view it different, but that used to be the weirdest thing to me, man. Like, we, we would be at college parties or whatever and there's some old ass dude like trying to jump into the stroll line or you know like man get out of here dude <laughs> like get to the back or wherever you trying to go man you know what i mean like i just was like, like it just wasn't it, it, like i don't know man I, I and what i told myself is like i can't i can't be that person right. because again think about it from you know uh, again brand equity right you got somebody who is trying to inspire and do all these things running businesses trying to be an author trying to start a podcast or whatever the case may be breathing life into you know people and i'm still like at the club, like, or at the parties, like, hey, bro, you know, with these kids, it's like, you know, 19, 20, 18, 19, 20 years old. Whose daddy is that? Who's daddy? Whose who's, <laughs> who's daddy is that? And he got a lot of grades, so he may be somebody's granddaddy, right? You know, ask him, where's the after party going to be at? Like, get out of here, man. <laughs> like, come on, like, you need to be the example for these individuals, right? right? Like, if you got those younger bros that are looking at... cause. We would, we're guilt. We would do it right, mm. like we would like the stuff that older brothers that we would uh, see they try to like put us on game it's like get the fuck out of here <laughs> like, why don't you have a family like i know what you do on the weekend man like i've seen it right you know what i mean like you go try to breathe life into me beat it man get out of here dude cut it man you know how do you uh, it's always baffled me how they don't have that level of self-awareness to know
0: like the, the image you you think is you're portraying in your head isn't lining up with reality right
1: Hundred like, percent, man. I know like, you
0: think you're the cool guy. And yeah, it's just like, oh, that's the legendary such and such. <laughs> but in all I shout is like, yo, this dude doesn't have life. Like, I don't have the time anymore to be like, nah, man. I, you know, I, I, I love to go out to probates when I can. But yep. if, if it comes down to me having to, you know, I have some stuff I have to work 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 on here in the studio, and yeah, yeah. you
1: know, me meet some new niggas, I'll I'll see y'all friend request on Facebook. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, if you see me, I'll throw the ice. You yeah, know, that's it. I'm not I'm not showing up at anybody's house parties or any. Like the last couple of probates um i went like the last probate i went to i took my son too okay. right because he wanted to you know he wanted to see and, and and to this day man it's, it's funny because to this day that is still one of the highlights of his of his life right like, he was like dad you remember Like when we went to go and see those boys that had the mask on and then we went on stage and everybody was jumping around and I was on your shoulders or whatever like that, that was it for me. Like that was worth it for me, man. Like that was a good investment of time. One, because he should be an alpha if he's going to go anyway, right? Hopefully. hopefully. (laughs) Um, But, you know, it's like, all right, this this is an opportunity for my kid who sees me, you know, in one light. To see me outside of that, you know, outside of that space as well.
0: Yeah, are 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 you worried that he might become an alpha and shit's just gonna be so different by time? Like he he's not gonna have the same experience we had yeah. in college, and that, that's something I really feel sad about in certain respects because like yeah. that bond was like nothing I've ever felt in yeah. my life. Yeah. Like that that bond. Like I was just talking to somebody the other day about like those the funnest times in college to me was our road trips.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not yep. even
0: I I can't remember those parties to save my life but the road trips (laughs) were legendary Mm -hmm. just sitting in the car and talking shit and freestyling those are the best times but i don't feel like that that's the
1: same energy today oh man i know like that that's so that's that's so true man um and it were there were a lot of times within it man you you just realize how much You sharpen your saw on those road trips, Mm -hmm. right? Like, you'd be sitting in the car for hours just joning on each other, right? Like, if you didn't have tough skin or you... You don't get out the car. (laughs) Actually, we did have somebody hop out the car at one point.
0: And that was his last road. (laughs) Shit gets hella awkward when that's your LB. And you're just like, yo, stop the car. Come on. Back in the car, be, but that, thats what happens. Like, and like you said, before you know it, like a couple road trips with the bros, yeah. and then you outside of that circle, and you're a—you're—you're a, you're a beast. Yeah, like you eating people left and right because you don't even know what happened. Like, oh yeah, I, I, I've just spent time sparring with these these martial art masters, like Bruce Lee and Jet Lee and Jackie Chan. Like, if you fight these guys in some training sessions, when you fight some ordinary people, you're gonna be whooping their ass, and that's what happened. You get so good at it before yeah. you know people just like oh he's an asshole because you always got that that uh that defense mechanism like you you laugh kind of hard over yeah, there yeah. chill out but it's
1: like it's, it's crazy think about that like you become so incredible with words though man mm-hmm. from that capacity man it's like not even to pick on you a little bit man no go ahead but you know like you was super quiet when we mm-hmm. when i'm when we met man like you used to wear your hat down low and you would say like two words at a time or whatever. It yeah, was like, my environment. Yeah, that you know what I'm saying? Super quiet, super, super militant or whatever, man. You know, it's like you jumped in the car a couple of times, man, on a couple of trips and before you know it, like, you're, like, you are super great with words, man. Like, you have a pot, like, your entire being is based off of being great with words now and speaking to people and holding conversations and being able to have, you know, discuss different topics and things of that sort, man. So I think that, if if a person is looking hard enough, you can learn something in any opportunity that you, you encounter, right? Any environment, any interaction, there is something that can be learned and, and, and pulled from that. Um, so the direct answer to your question, am I worried that, you know, my son, you know, won't be an alpha or won't have that experience or whatever? Not, I mean, not really, man. Like, you know, I want him to be happy. I want him to do what's best for him. My LB said something a long time ago albert <laughs> and i remember i remember looking at him like man what is he talking about but he albert said in his very albert like voice right you know i joined alpha for the network and the connections and they're not really that great i'm just gonna be <laughs> honest with <laughs> that is That's, so albert is, i am so no man but when you when you peel the onion back on that man think about that the older more mature version of me would say you know he probably wasn't too far off man like there's not anything that and this isn't to you know say you shouldn't you know, become, you know, an alpha or anything like that, because that's not what I'm saying at all. You have to be able to create your own path and create your own opportunities and your own network regardless of where you go, right? Like if your thought is I'm gonna join this organization and I'm gonna get networked into, you know, the best job ever after college or whatever, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, your resume's
0: not gonna get put to the
1: top of the stack. (laughs) Oh, an alpha. Oh, yeah, you're an alpha? Yeah, you're hired CEO of this this company, right? Like, it's, it's, it's not realistic. What I, what I am trying to do with my kids, man, uh, with my son is make sure that he has the necessary skills to network and, and, and to, you know, get to whatever level and whatever thing it is that he's trying to do. Like anything that I pick up or that I learn. I try to recycle that in my household as right. well, right? Now, do they hear me? You know, and listen. Like it, that's arguable, right? <laughs> that's debatable, right? Because I, I'll say I drop some gems in my household daily, and they look at me like, just shut up, dude. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to play this game, man. Like I'm trying, to, and I'm trying to teach them life, right? Man, that's know? so
0: funny. I was just listening <laughs> to a Kevin Hart interview. Uh, he did with Joe Rogan. He was talking about like while the COVID thing was going on, he was constantly trying to drill his kids just like, <laughs> alright, like what are we still buying? What's everybody still buying? You know, and he had named stuff like toothpaste and it was like, alright so that's something you would invest in. Yeah. And he yeah, was just yeah. like, they were just looking at him like you sh- can, can we go back to playing video games? Like, I'm trying to hip you <laughs> to all the stuff I didn't know about. Right. And you know, because they grow, they grow up in that environment that's all just base level stuff to them. Right. You know, that, that's from, that's stuff that's what they started from going right you know they didn't have to see that stuff get accumulated 100 you know? percent. so it's, it's it's different to them
1: before we move off that i want to give you one one story man which was which was a highlight of my life thus far and so, you know, I have the the accolades of whatever minor piece of success that I've accomplished to the to this point. And like I said, I'll, I'll talk to my kids and try to drill these things in my kids. And, you know, I'm like, they're not getting it or whatever the case may be. I'm like, I'm wasting my time, my breath. Like, you know, it's like all they want to do is play this damn game or whatever. My daughter came to me uh, and, her, and her mom one day. Maybe she came to her mom first and then came to me second. I don't remember, whatever. But I remember, man, like... For a week, she was, like, tearing the stuffing out of her animals in her room. And I was like, what the hell is she doing, dude? <laughs> like, you know, I'm, I, it's stuffing all over the place, right? Like, and she had this rabbit. She, like, cut the back of the head of the rabbit open and then, like, started pulling the stuffing out, right? And she's like you got a stapler, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm like, alright, you go get a, get a stapler, or whatever, and she's in her room, and she's frantically coloring on paper, and, you know, she has her stapler, and she's, like, stapling the sides of this paper, and then she's stuffing it with the stuffing from her rabbit. I was like, I don't know what the hell is going on here, but she's quiet. <laughs> you know, she she's not tearing up anything, whatever. Leave it alone. So, a week later, she's, she and her two brothers are standing outside of our house, right? They got a chair, they got a table, and they got these these damn things that she called stuffies, right? Outside on the table, right? And I'm like, I'm like, what what is, what is going on, right? She said that it, uh, my wife was like, you know, she said she wanted to start a business and, you know, she's going to st- sell her stuffies, I was like, "What?" <laughs> you know, and so you know, when I looked at that man, like, I was like, "All right, well, this is cool. This will, this would be a good experience uh, uh, for them to learn, or whatever the case may be." Um, I didn't have any. I, I didn't expect them to sell anything. I'm just gonna be honest, man. It was paper stuff with rabbit stuffing, dude. Like, I'm like, know, you know, you should have sold lemonade or something like that, <laughs> man. Um, people started buying these things, right? So this is day one they won Chloe Chloe, Bryson and Brayden had sold like you know three or four of these things right and they had priced them at like a (laughs) dollar she came in right and she was like "All right, we made some money you know we sold some stuffies you know made like three dollars and she said Chloe was like at this rate, how long is it gonna take me to become rich? I was like, Chloe, you're gonna it's gonna take a long time. You gotta sell a lot of stuffies, you know, <laughs> to become rich. You know, you selling them for a dollar, it's gonna take a while, right? Yeah. And I made her do do the math on it. she was like, God, I don't like this, right? <laughs> day two, right? I day two, she goes out there, same thing, right? I just happened to go out there, right? Because my uh my neighbor across the street. Uh, his name's, name's Clay, he used to play for, uh, he's an old school guy, he used to play for the Lakers, man, and when you meet him, that's how he introduced himself. Hey, what's your name, John Michael? My name's Clay, I used to play for the Lakers. Like, it's like, he's one of them type of guys, man. You know, 60, 60-something-year-old guy, that's what he's hanging his hat on. Um, so he comes out, he's like, you know, go get your dad um, and let him know I'm out here because I want to make sure, you know, that, you know, an adult knows that, you know, another adult is out here. Some out there, I'm like, hey, you know what's up, Clay? You know what's going on or <laughs> whatever. He's like, nothing, man. I'm I'm about to support your your, your daughter uh, and your your son's little business. And so I'm like, cool. Mind you, Chloe was selling these things for a dollar the day before. No. And so he looks at her list. He was like, all right. So how much for that one? She's like, nine dollars. I was like, for a piece of paper. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Chloe. I uh I whispered to her. I was like, Chloe, I thought you know you were selling them for a dollar. was like, the price went up, daddy. <laughs> Hell yeah. You know what I mean? And so when I look at that, right, like <laughs> it, it's crazy because I have these conversations with my kids that I think are going nowhere, mm-hmm. right? You know, and it's like you have these business like conversations, right? Leverage, you know, marketing, you know, um, product, all of these things. You think they're going nowhere, but you just want them to have sound bites that they can reference, you know, later on. Um, but to see that man was like crazy, you know. And I was like, golly, man, like that's 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 super dope to me, you know. Because what happens is those are experiences that they'll be able to pull from later in life, right? right. And who knows, you know, if they would have had that frame of reference um, to try and do something like that, you know, had me and her mom not, you know, done what we we right. done. And also that you live in a in a neighborhood where they don't call the cops on the kids. Hundred percent demand a permit. 100%. That is that is hundred percent true as well, man. Yeah. That, that is mean, very can, true.
0: How, do you ever look at like how can somebody is uh entrep- entrepreneurial spirit? Like that's America in a nutshell right yeah. there. A kid trying to trying to take on the, the capitalistic dream yeah. of America. Like who the hell Takes it upon themselves to say, nah,
1: not today. Those are people that didn't become shit in life themselves, or it was man. handed to, or, or it was handed, handed to, yeah. or, it was, or a combination of the both, right? right? You can have it handed to you, and you still don't accomplish it. True. Or you still, are, you know, <laughs> there, there's evidence of that in other places that I won't get into, man. But you know, those are people that just aren't shit, man. Like you know, they're useless people in this in this particular space, man. Like mm. if you, you know. Why? Why would you? To your point, why would you try to shit on a kid? You know, trying to learn—that's a learning experience, right? Um, that kid can then become, you know, the next Steve Jobs or Damon John or whoever, right? You know, but if they don't have the space. To be creative and think outside of the box, you may never get that. Man. Exactly.
0: Yes, that' what scares me. Like, what if Steve Jobs never came, Steve Jobs, because right. the crazy Karen that lived next door to him got his
1: his little setup shut down right. at right. the age of six. Right. Or Damon John wasn't able to become Damon John because you know they called the cops on him when he was trying to get his uh, his, his initial T shirts on, on. You know. Right.
0: Yeah, I was just reading a story about uh, Kenneth Cole. You know how Kenneth Cole got his start? I don't. Kenneth Cole, he uh, he was a fashion designer, and one of the main ways new fashion designers were getting their work out was to either rent out a uh, store on whatever avenue Fashion Week was going on, mm-hmm. and people would walk by and say, "Oh, I, I like this. I want to put this in my stores." Or he de- he decided to do things different. He hired, he got a trailer, and he parked it right in front of the building. Mm-hmm and people were saying that's crazy you can't do that because it's new york city you can't just park a trailer right on the street mm-hmm. to sell clothes mm-hmm. and so he he pretty much called the the mayor's office and he was like how could i park a trailer on fifth avenue to sell you know a, a clothing like, you can't the only way you could do that is if number one you have like a, a permit for like a parade or if number two you're filming a mu- uh, if you're filming a movie Hmm. So Kenneth Cole changed his letterhead to Kenneth Cole Designs to Kenneth Cole Productions, which is what his, his, his wow. actual business logo still reads today. is Kenneth wow. Cole Productions. Yeah. And he pretty much sent them. He got all the paperwork to have a permit to film a movie. So he set up his trailer. He hired a couple of uh, camera crew to film yeah. and he he had people buying clothes as if he was filming a movie
1: that's dope.
0: you know he said some of the some of the cameras didn't even have film but he still had people <laughs> filming as if he was doing it and that's how he got his name out there you know just something so just ingenuity on a new level like i got to think of something different man that no one else has ever done so yeah, that's why that's, I've just been like, man, let me get who I can get in this, in this, you know, building to date, do interviews, see what sticks to the wall, yeah. you know, just doing your own thing, and you know, I, that's what you brought up with your daughter, just like yeah. she decided to, who would've thought, to take paper, <laughs> who take the stuffing out of your your, your animals, put it in paper <laughs> and sell them, like that's some great. That was just like the Snuggie. Somebody thought yeah. like, to take a bathrobe, flip it the other side, right. and, and sell that.
1: <laughs> hey man I had to like dude like that made me like that experience made me so proud regardless of if she would have made a dollar or anything man just dude that is entrepreneurship 101 man it's like you have you have a thought you move into action and see what works Mm -hmm. right and then you pivot, right? All you right. said, all right, I'm, I put it out there. I didn't get the result I wanted to, which was to become rich off of selling these paper stuff, stuff things, man. So day two, I'm going to mark my price up, right? The American way. Dude, it was, like, I, I I, just think that was that was so dope, man. And, you know, what's crazy is that example that you just gave me about, uh, about Kenneth Cole. It just it just reminds me, man, that, you know, success favors the disruptors, man. Like, you know, so if you can figure out, you know, a way to be disruptive or think outside of the box or go against the current, you're going to get some sort of you're going to get some sort of response. Right. Um, And then it's up to you what you do from there. right? Right. But, you know, going against the going against the current man is very difficult. Payoffs are typically more significant.
0: Oh yeah, one of, one of my favorite sayings of all time yeah. is fortune favors the bold. Mm. That's that's something I've always said since I was a kid. Trying to get a phone number from a girl, like you can either <laughs> you can either go up there and get told no, yep. and and walk on and, yep. and use that experience for next time, yep. or you cannot do it at all. Yep. And and the only way you're gonna figure out is if if it's gonna work or not is if you do it. Right. And you know I've always used that 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 rationale in everything I did in my life. Yeah. You know, podcasting. I was like, man, nobody could listen. It could just be just me talking to myself on a on a microphone. Yeah. Worst case scenario yeah. Fortunately, I got listeners all over the world now and That shit is crazy Solid Kid with no no without for recording Audio engineering uh, Graphic design You know, I'm on Spotify Apple Podcasts Stitcher iHeartRadio like All these different platforms And I did it myself That's awesome, man It's crazy It's it's, it's uh, Sometimes I just have to say that shit out loud Just to remind myself That's right? awesome, man You know, sometimes you just gotta You gotta build your own recording
1: studio Yep You know,
0: it's like your dreams If you build it, they will come
1: Man, dude, you just gotta keep putting one foot in front of the other, man. Like, like um, my my grandfather used to say something. He he would he would be talking shit when he said it, man. But like I said, you could you could pull uh, insight out of anything, right? Uh, Cause I would always make fun of him about where's like the way he talked. He was he was from like Mississippi or something mm-hmm. like that. At like
0: that Morgan Freeman talk. Yeah,
1: yeah, man. It's like and he's old, right? Mm-hmm. Like man, you just old. You don't know what you're talking about, man. And he would say, just keep waking up every day, right? <laughs> You'll get there. And, you know, I, I look at, you know, um, success and achievement in the same way. You know, it's like you just keep putting one foot in front of the other. You keep waking up every day mm-hmm. with the right focus. And inevitably, man, if you are open to feedback, to critique, to understanding that I don't have all the answers all the time, right? And, um, you know, soliciting you know insight from those who've gone that path uh, that that you've gone, man. Um, you can't help but to uh, land in a similar area. It's like following that blueprint, right? One of the um, one of the most pivotal moments I was talking about this in my book as well. Um, one of one of the most pivotal moments that we had was when I reached out to uh, a former CEO of a competitor who had an exit as well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and most people wouldn't do that, man. They're like, "Oh, that's the competition. Maybe right. they still have this going on or whatever." In my mind, I looked at it like he's exited his company. He probably don't have anything to lose, you know. Let me, worst case, reach out to him. True. And it took me probably three or four times before I got a response from him. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, "Yeah, I'll talk to you, man. Um, you know, give me a call on this date and we set up a time." So I got my team together. And we jumped in the room, I said, Here's the plan, you know, we, we had this guy coming on, he's exited from this company, this company was successful, you know, they had been around. We jumped into a room and we were like, All right, let's 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 get it in. We got him on the phone. And we started laying things out. Here's what, here's what, and the format that I would always use was kind of a three-part with every mentor, advisor, and I still talk about this to this day. Here's what I've done. Here's what I'm doing. Here's what I'm going to do. And so, you know, as we were talking to him, it's like, all right, here's what we've done. Here's what we're doing. Here's what we're going to do. And that's how I would try to track those conversations with everybody that we were speaking with. And I was like, you know, what are your what are your thoughts, man? What am I missing? Shoot holes in this. You've done it before, you know. I'm I'm humble enough to understand that you again you have achieved something that I've not been able to achieve yet, right? I have no doubt that I'll get there, but I have to be open and receptive to whatever critique or feedback you know uh, is given from that capacity. True. Some of the insight that he gave us is really what helped propel us to the next level at that time we were just thinking about pivoting and focusing on uh the professional truck driving market right um we were dabbling in it right but we were we were still a platform for the everyday individual and so i told him i was like you know here's you know here's what i'm thinking about right you know and we really because he did that as well he exploited that as well a lot but he was still on the um on the uh um um consumer side more than anything as well and so he was like the way you're approaching it and the way you're thinking about it is really is really spot on and he's like if we would have spent more time in that space he he said I think I would have exited probably four to five times more than we did and I would double down on that particular on that particular space based on the dynamics that you've laid out and the approach that you're taking and that is what ultimately uh, led our company on the fast track to, you know, becoming success, successful, right? Um, but again, you know, if I approach that as I got it already, you know, I'm doing this, I got the ego, you know, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be, and I wasn't open to that feedback, that's something I would have missed, man.
0: Right. And, yeah, do you think that's a matter of pride or just uh, ignorance that, that keeps people from being receptive to that uh, – that 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 feedback from, like you said, you reached out to a competitor mm-hmm. in the same field. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'm, you know, thankfully he reached back to you after those three or four, you know, attempts because he probably realized he was, you were serious. He, he was
1: he was gonna talk to me. Like my mindset yeah, was yeah, like, like I was gonna, I was gonna get a conversation. Exactly. Right? <laughs> like we said in the beginning yeah. of this conversation, persistence yeah, yeah, is he, key. He was gonna he was gonna talk to me. Um, I think it's a matter of both, man. Um, well. Yes. All right. So stick with your first thought. I think it was. I, I think it is a matter of both right. pride and ignorance, right? Um, more than that, I think it's also fear, mm-hmm. right? Um, which arguably can be compartmentalized as ignorance as well, um, because you know it, it's tough, dude. Like, and I I admire anyone who has an idea that and sets out on course to make it into a business man or attempt to make it into a business or whatever, um, because it's tough, man. It's a ton of rejection. It's a ton of doubt. It's a ton of uncertainty, you know, very, very, very little return in the very, in the beginning. Um, like you, you talk, you talk about Kevin Hart. One one thing I heard Kevin Hart say was it took him 10 years to become the person that he is. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's something that he, uh, that's a, that's a quote that he got from someone else. And I don't know who, authored that so I can't give them credit but there's a quote that says it takes 10 years to become an overnight success right and so you know when you appear or you arrive right all of a sudden people were like you know how did this happen right but they don't see the work that you were putting in behind the scenes for that period of time. I came up with that idea back in college in 2006 when I got 51 tickets while still at UMKC, right? Y'all remember them yeah. days, right? Like that idea spun out then, right? And then it was put on the shelf, you know, and taken off the shelf in 2015 gotcha. with a very clear goal and goal in mind. Um, but I think that the ignorance is is part of the, of the challenge because it's, it, it's tough to put yourself in a state of uncomfort, right? Um, one thing that I coach entrepreneurs to do is don't go out and just solicit positive feedback, right? Mm-hmm. Don't go out and say, you know, t- you know, what do you like about this? You know, why would you use it? You know, would you use it? You know, tell me, <laughs> like, you don't get what you need from that, right? right. Go out and ask people to shoot holes in your idea, right? Shoot holes in this business. Tell me why you wouldn't use it. What's missing from it? Mm -hmm. You know, what are the things that I need to change that would make you use this product? If you were to give me three reasons why this wouldn't work in your mind, what are those three reasons, right? Three reasons why you would not use this what, you know, what with those things, yeah. Yeah, I definitely understand that. Yeah, you got to look at everything from all points of view. But, man,
0: thank you so much for coming in today and talk to us. Uh, I would love to have you back in as soon as y'all drop that book. I think Absolutely. that's amazing, man. That shit, like, just blew my mind when you said got a book on the way. On the way, man. I love the way how you just casually dropped that. Like, <laughs> yeah, hey, all the important things going on in my life. Got a book also. Look out for that. Behind the scenes, man. Hey, that's super dope. I love to see everything you're doing and everything you have uh, accomplished in such a short time, you know, and I really do definitely think you are going to be one of the people to watch in Kansas City in the next few years. So the appreciate fact it. I'm able to get in on the ground floor the Brian Shannon business, so I'm super thankful. Uh, definitely want you to come through again and share your resources because, like I said, those jewels you're dropping today, you can't get enough of them. Whenever you get a chance, just come through. You know where I am. I'm always flexible. If you would have said, hey, I'm, I'm free at 3 o'clock in the morning, I would have been like, come through. Please. You know, <laughs> I appreciate it. Definitely want to make myself available to those who are out here doing this wonderful work and and contributing and creating and propelling the culture forward. So thank you so much, Brian Shannon. Please stay on the lookout for this young man, Uh, books, business, everything, mentorship. He's doing it all. So thank you for coming through. Uh, any, Any exiting words of wisdom for the listeners?
1: and just keep pushing forward man whatever um you set your mind to you can accomplish you know once you have a once you have a target you know don't stop until you hit it but it's also very difficult to hit a target that you can't see so clarity is key absolutely so
0: once again uh brian shannon uh thank you for stopping by Uh, give us the title of the book that's going to be coming out next year again
1: Bootstrap to exit. Bootstrap to exit.
0: Yeah, and I'll be sure to link any kind of contact information for Mr. Shannon in the episode description. So any, any kind of questions you may have for him, you might want to personally reach out to him. Now, he might be super busy, so he will answer those emails as he sees fit in appropriate time. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you all for joining us once again. Thank you, Brian, for, for joining us. And anybody out there who plans on being on the show in the future, I do thank you ahead of time for being a guest here if i'm having you on that means i believe in you and i believe in what you're doing and i respect your your message your platform your business so thank you all once again who for everybody who's been supporting this platform everybody who's came through brian thank you for coming back again for the relaunch uh definitely need to get uh, a lot more of you folks who were on the original show back on so just look out for that email so thank you all once again i'm jm banks urban alchemy podcast stay blessed out there everybody peace I need you, I need you, I need you, I need you, I need you. I need you, I need you I need then felt the pressure so long, I'm trying to transgress. Uh, got medication in my system, doing damage. Uh, crushed up, pulled up, rolled up one time to manage. Uh, pulled up to the scene with my niggas sitting on a disadvantage. Uh,